0: It's important that we study the Word of God to show ourselves approved as we rightly divide the Word to those who have an ear to hear, so when we speak, we are accurate about what we are saying, and we are in line to the precepts and principles of the Word that God has given us to share. So I'd like to welcome you in on tonight. This is Thursday night Bible study with Apostle Dr. Dawn Nicolene. Let us begin in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you honor and we give you glory for who you are. We just thank you, Father God, for this opportunity that we can come over to the throne of grace. We thank you for this opportunity that we're able to study the word so that we can come close, become closer to you because we have a deeper understanding of who you are. We thank you, Father God, for your leading scriptures, oh God. We thank you, Father God, for your healing scriptures. We thank you, Father God, for your scriptures that direct us to the truth, oh God, and that, that show us where we need to go, what we need to do. It's a light and a guide unto our path. And for that, we say thank you. We honor you, Father. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and grab your pen, your paper. We are going to be looking at uh Psalms 119. <laughs> Psalms 100, 119 is like a book within itself. It's set up in different chapters of each section where it is entitled. I want to go ahead and read the chapter of verses that are described under P-E which is pronounced P-E. Okay? P-E. It says starting at the 129th verse. Thy testimonies are wonderful. Wherefore doth my soul keep them? The entrance of thy words gives light; it gives understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me, as thou usedst to do, as thou usedst to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps and thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Rivers of waters run down my eyes, because they keep not thy law. When you uh, read this scripture, the psalmist, you know, it seems as if he's dealing with with some issues, internal issues, which basically the majority of us always deal with. A lot of the things that we deal with in our lives are internal. A lot of the situations that um, are created are based on internal thinking. Because whatever is manifested in the natural, it had to start in the spiritual. And I do understand there are some things that we do not have control over that are external. But for the most part... Your choice in how you deal with situations, or your choice on how you make decisions, are internal. You see it all the time. You have children who are um, brought up in harsh environments. Um, maybe you know, you know, you know. I don't know. Uh, in Newark, I know we have like hoods and everything. But when I was growing up, we had projects, and the majority of the projects that um, I remember, like on Prince Street have now been destroyed. They're no longer existing. So when we um, heard of, of friends and when we had family members that lived in the projects, we knew that that wasn't an easy life. Living in the projects, It was, you know, sometimes was related to as the uh, concrete jungle. You had to do everything you needed to do to survive for, uh, to, uh, uh, to keep yourself from being attacked and destroyed. So therefore, it was considered to be the concrete jungle. Um, and so those things you couldn't control because that's where your parents so happened to choose to live. And if you were their child, you were brought up in that situation, so be it. That's what you had to deal with. But internally, we saw that we saw so many great people who came out of the projects. You very may be one of those great persons that came up out of the, project. any person that came out of the, up out of the projects and made a success out of their lives. You are a great individual because that was some hard um, living to deal with. But because of internal design, internal suggestions, internal encouragement, internal vision, internal dreams, internal concentration on being better, on getting out, those individuals, they thrived, right? So environment, yes, it may have somewhat of a hold or control to a certain degree, But it's in the mind, internally, what you develop or what you create that will produce your environment. If you think positive, I don't care if you can, we can look at the story of Nelson Mandela. Mandela was locked up for many years for nothing, for simply being a black man. That's what he was locked up for because he wanted his freedom and respect and wanted to be treated as a man. Therefore that I mean that's the whole thing of apartheid, uh Jim Crow, all of those things were all all similar. They they wanted to break down people who had color, primarily black people, and they wanted to make them feel inferior. Mandela said no. Nelson Mandela said no, and he fought against apartheid and because of that, because he resisted against what that control was, what that environment was trying to create for him, they locked him up. But he was not locked up internally. Despite the many years that he was in prison, in his mind, he had made up that one day, not only me, not me myself, I am going to be free, but my people and the generations after me are going to be free and apartheid will be broken. He had to internalize that and he had to create that despite his surroundings. If you ever look at his story, If you ever look at the documentaries on the conditions that he had to deal with while being in prison, they were beneath, beneath how a human should be treated. But nonetheless, internally, he created an environment wherein he broke through those walls and the whole nation had to turn itself around. There was a paradigm shift because of what he internalized as his nation being the way it should be. This psalmist in this particular situation here verses one twenty nine to one thirty six is stating that our testimonies are wonderful, therefore doth soul excuse me, therefore doth my soul keep them. It's important that you keep your testimonies, you must internalize your testimony on what God has done for you, how He has kept you over the years, how He has brought you through. you have to make sure that is an internal part of who you are. It has to be a part of your character, a part of your personality, because that is what's going to keep your soul. That's what's going to keep you intact. That's what's going to keep you running on. Understand that your testimonies were your trials, past trials and tribulations, accomplishments and things that you were able to attain by God's grace. Yet, any given point, you may have felt like you were going to give up, but the hand of God picked you up. The hand of God, he, the God took his breath and blew into your being and said, No, run on. And you did just that and you accomplished those goals. That's your testimony. It is your testimony that you have to keep within your soul, internalize it. Don't let your testimony die because your testimony is what's going to crush. The uh, the lies of the enemy. Your testimony is what's going to crush what people try to do to sabotage what where you need to go for your next level of achievement. Don't deny your testimony. I don't care if you were a crackhead or prostitute. If you ever go through the lineage of Jesus Christ, our Lord, he had adulterers, murderers, he had a uh, 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 harlots. They were all in his his his, his lineage. So if God, what was able to bring Jesus Christ through a lineage of all of that muck and Maya? guess what? Your testimony is worth telling because you are the resurrection of all of those dead things that were before you, that went before you. And you were able to rise up and resurrect those things to give a testimony, to let people know that God saves, delivers, and sets free. That our almighty God, no matter where you came from, God can turn you around. He can use you for his glory through your life. Hold on to your testimony. The entrance of thy words gave it flight and understanding unto the simple. See, People want to walk around and get all, you know, uh, uh, you know, all this ta-ta-ta and, you know, ups a attitude, this, that, that. It's the simple things. It's the simple things that turn situations around. I can't ever forget about that little boy who was kidnapped. These kidnappers took and put him in the back of the car, and that little boy kept singing every praises to our, our God. He sang it so much that they got sick of him, and the kidnappers put him out of the car, and he was able to be found by his family. That's nobody but God. See, but the thing is, it was the word. It, it, it says the interest of the words give like it giveth it understanding unto the simple. See, those robbers, they were simple minded people, but they understood the power of the Lord. They understood that the power, they understood that that little boy had some type of connection, that he wasn't sitting in the back of his of that car crying, hollering, and screaming, let me out, let me out. That child was calm and kept saying, every praise is to our God, every word of worship. And it was that simple thing, that simple exercise of singing a song that brought that young child out of that situation wherein he was able to be rescued. See, we looking for all of this ta-ta-ta stuff. We looking for all this ups and ditty stuff. And we looking for, uh, you know, for, for, for all of this stuff crashing through the sky. This God is going to use simple things. And guess what? For those of you who feel like, I ain't got this, I ain't got that. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to act like that. You, you know what? Simple is good. Simple is good. Cause God's going to use those simple things. God's going to use practical things. That's going to make a loud, loud sound to those who are paying attention. People are going to see. Wow, that was just—it wasn't even that complicated. God worked on this. God did that. It. it wasn't even complicated. No, because God is going to bring things to light in a simple path. People are looking for something that—that's just—they—they. They, it's too extra. That's what the kids say now. It, oh, they—they're being. People want all this extra. Baby, the only thing you got to do is give God glory when you're going through. Hallelujah. When things are great, hallelujah. When you don't know, hallelujah. When things getting on your nerves, hallelujah. See how simple that is? See, but that hallelujah, as simple as it is, it's doing something great. It's doing something powerful. It's doing something mighty. It's changing the atmosphere. Only thing you got to do is get into those practical things that God has given you to bring you to the light. Give God glory. Read that word. Pray fast. Seek his face. If you draw not to him, He will draw nigh unto you. It's all internal. Remember, we started off at the top of the conversation. These things, they have to deal with your soul. Keep your testimony. It's what's going to keep your soul. These things are internal. Giving God uh, uh, that ability to use you as, as, as a simple, practical being. You know, every time somebody calls you to prayer, oh, thus mighty, prestigious God of the everlasting life through, through, through the alignment of the earth and the moon. So Look, Lord, thank you for another day. Be practical. Be simple. Thank you for life and strength. Thank you for keeping us in our right mind. Thank you for covering us with the blood. Thank you for traveling mercy. Simple. You ain't got to be all this, boom mm, boom, boom, impote trying to speak or, you know, beyond the level, you know, to try to impress anybody. No. Be simple. Be simple. Come to God humble. Come to God with a, with a, with a heart that understands. Yes, he has given us the boldness to come to, to the, to the throne of grace, but in, but let us come to him as children, as his children, knowing that we have a connection with him. We don't have to try to impress God. See, you trying to do all of this because you try, we try to impress people. We, we, we want people to say, oh, did you hear how they pray? Did you hear how they ministered this that, and the other? No, because you're looking into all of that and people do miss the word. People do miss the message. Stay in tune to allowing God to use you in a practical and simple way. He said, I opened my mouth and panted for I long for thy commandments. How many of us really long for God? To keep us in the straight and narrow. You have to come to a place where you have to really long to say, you know what? I, I got to be holy because God is holy. I, I got to live a life that is sanctified because God has called me out of darkness into this marvelous life. God don't want me doing these perverse things out here. I don't want me, uh, 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 tainting the anointing that he has placed in my life. Are you really yearning? For the commandments of God to really activate and move in our lives. A lot of people don't want to come into salvation because they feel like there's a lot of don'ts. Oh, well, once you do this, you can't. You, you, you They tell you, you don't do this. Don't do that. Once you say, Lord, come to my heart. They tell you, don't do this. You can't wear that. You can't go here. You can't go there. Let, let me tell you something. When you long after the commandments of God, the commandments of God... Really shows you all of the freedoms that you have in living in Him. Come on, somebody say that again. The commandments, when you are paying attention and you draw close to God, you are going to come into the light and understand those commandments are showing you all of your freedom, all of your liberties, all of you living an abundant life. There's freedom in Christ Jesus, there's joy, peace, and happiness. See, but we have to long. For those commandments to draw us. We have to long for those commandments to bring us in a place. See, we can't keep doing all this foolish stuff. And let me tell you something. You can't keep thinking that people, when when God begins to mature them, that they're going to keep playing with you and your foolishness. No, we don't have time for that. When God is drawing a person and they are saying, Lord, I want to go after your command. I want to do what you want. They don't have time. Don't get mad at them. They don't have time for foolishness because you know why? Time is winding up. There's no more time to do anything but live for Jesus. Time is winding up. And we got people who know the way and we still want to act as if we sucking on a baby's bottle of milk. Because we don't want to grow up and eat the meat. We don't want to grow up. And, and lean towards the commandments of God that's going to show us how we don't want to live a good, abundant life. Because a lot of people don't want to be disciplined. They don't want, they want what they flesh want. See, when you walk and you say, Lord, allow for your command, I want to long for your commandments. I, I pant after that for your command. You have to be disciplined enough to say, no, no more sex. Mm-mm. You're not my husband. You're not my wife. No, you can't, we can't keep doing this. I said it. Yes, I said it. A lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people are, oh, you've said that topic. Yeah, well, I said it. I said it. You got to maintain yourself. The word in Corinthians say flee fornication. Why do we say, look at all these things that keep happening out here. People keep getting sick. It's diseases out. Look, syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, herpes. That didn't go nowhere. Those are diseases that are taking people out of here too, believe it or not. AIDS ain't gone. It's not gone. That's why the word keep your body because every other sin, you know, you, you, you you're just doing it. But when you do it with someone else, you're, there's a whole bunch of other things that are in operation. Yes, I said it. The commandments are going to show you why it's important to follow his precepts and principles, flee fornication. Why? Cause that's going to set you up for freedom. So now, when it's time for you to be intimate with the mate that has been assigned to your life, y'all are free. Y'all, y'all are free. Y'all don't have to have all this worrying or what's going to happen unless somebody of a relationship. Will be unto you, because now you done fell into adultery, and that's a sin. Adultery's not right. Yes, I said it. Ooh, I'm getting on points. I'm, I don't know why, but it's not right. Gotta say it. Adultery is not. It's not right. It's one man, one wife, one wife, one man. You shouldn't be laying around with this. Oh, this my boo. People out here swinging and doing all this nonsense. That's not of God. That's carnality. That's perversiveness. That's not of God. We got to seek the face of the father.